Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy romance and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. It tastes really good, but it's not actually coffee. Um, I'm doing hot water with lemon this morning because I'm actually not feeling great. Uh, my stomach is all messed up. It's been a theme lately. Maybe I just have a bug. Could be. Today is Monday, October 11th. Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, now officially in the US. I don't know if you saw, but President Biden officially changed the federal holiday to Indigenous Peoples Day as opposed to Columbus Day. I'm sure there are people defiantly celebrating Columbus out there. Uh, but it's been Indigenous Peoples Day in New Mexico for quite some time. It's kind of chilly out here. Um, it's a, it's not warm. It's like 40 degrees Fahrenheit. I think it'll warm up with the sunshine here, but, um, we got, uh, I knew it was supposed to freeze tomorrow night, Tuesday night. And so I'd been planning to bring the plants in maybe this weekend. I thought, well, wait, I'll wait until Monday and do it Monday afternoon today. Uh, cause it's supposed to be pretty sunny and warm this afternoon. And then I got a notice on my weather app that uh, freeze warning was possible. So I went ahead and brought the plants in. So no more flowers, but as you can see, it did not freeze. Well, yeah, the tender vines are still there. Uh, you might have them tomorrow morning. Uh, we might have them tomorrow morning, but then it'll be goodbye. Goodbye for the season. Turn, 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 right? Ah, the lemon water actually tastes pretty good. That's a, uh, if you need to like cleanse your system, that's a really easy cleanse. Just do warm water with lemon. So, um, I, like I said, I'm not feeling great this morning. I'm a little bit, um, running behind, running more behind than even my behind and, uh, could be partly change of seasons too. So I'm a little, um, not as focused as I'd like to be. We'll see how I do working this morning. I, um, did get a little bit done on the secret project on Friday. It's just a slow, right? You guys books a slow right if if and when we do sell this book i'm just gonna have to figure an extra time to write it because i'm not sure maybe it'll pick up but so far it is just not writing fast i did get um on was it tuesday or wednesday i think it might have been wednesday i did get like 2700 words which is like the most i've gotten in one day on this freaking book um but then it went downhill from there. Well, I took Thursday off and then Friday I got, I don't remember how many, some, but I'm at like almost 17,000 words. So it's getting close. And I did figure out something about the structure. So I'm going to start doing that. Actually the lemon water is making me feel a lot better, which says something. Need that cleansing periodically. 
David also gave me some curing pills, which are um, a Chinese herb that are great for any kind of um, digestive disruption. Um, I might have just like eaten something not great. So I took it easy this weekend. I didn't do a whole lot and it was nice. I gave a workshop on Saturday. That was kind of interesting because I gave a workshop on basically my self publishing experiences. Um, and you guys have heard me talk about a lot on here that, you know, that self publishing ends up being such a very individual thing that it varies from author to author. Birdies agree. And so I think that we have a lot to learn from each other on like what is an individual experience as opposed to sort of these, um, I don't know, the entrepreneurs who teach here is the way that you do the thing. Ah. <laughs> Splash my hot water around. So, so that was what I did. I talked about, I showed them how I'd increased my income this year, which the, um, the, I, I could show you guys the graphs. I might do it. Well, I, it won't be well. This takes, I was going to say, I was going to do the graph on my blog and then, but I've changed up what I'm doing on blogs. Um, as you may or may not know, as part of the SFF seven for more than 10 years now, I have been the Sunday poster, but because I'm finding more and more that I need to have like an unplugged day and Sunday ends up just being the day that is most likely I am, uh, the great Vivian. Why am I not thinking of your last name? She wrote wanted and wired. Um, at any rate, she's decided to step away from the blog and she had had Wednesdays. So I've decided I'm going to take over Wednesdays and start, uh, just doing that blog post on Wednesdays and cross posting between the two. Yeah. And so but, but then I have to stick with the SFF seven topics more or less, which means I can't use that graph then I'll figure it out. I would show you guys this graph maybe at the end of the year, but anyway, I've really increased the India income by I've doubled it this year. Hooray. And, um, and so I, I gave this workshop for, um, the land of enchantment romance authors, the Lyra gals on what I did and how I made choices. And, uh, it was really well received. They liked it a whole bunch. So, um, and then Sunday, Sunday, I really didn't yesterday. I didn't do much at all. Brought in the plants later in the afternoon, but I hung out a lot in my armchair and I read and, um, noodled around on the laptop some. And one of the things I got to do was I read the article, bad art friend which I will link to. I have a link that's a non paywall link, um, which as a writer, I feel kind of bad about, but at the same time, I'd much rather that a publication let me voluntarily subscribe to support them as opposed to being roped into it. I might send them a donation cause I found this article really helpful, which is the way I'd rather do things. Uh, but so it's called bad art friend. And there was a lot of discussion about it. Some people have referred to it as the kidney story and it is well worth the read. It's definitely worth the read. Um, 
you know, during the week, I just don't let myself go down too many rabbit holes. So I don't read a whole lot of stuff like that. So it was nice to have the time to catch up on reading that. And for those of you who haven't read it, the, the TLDR, um, but you should read is that it's kind of about these, you know, these writers in these literary fiction circles and out out of Boston. And it was particularly interesting for me because as many of you may or may not know, I started out in the more literary fiction circles. I have a lot of friends who write lit fic. Um, my first book, um, was creative nonfiction, which is more on the lit fic side of things. Um, you know, so I was part of, you know, like for Wyoming arts council and for, um, these various, you know, book festivals and that kind of thing. So I was, I was lit fic before I was genre, but sort of like, um, I was country before country was cool, which I think is a funny song because I still don't think country is cool. That's an aside. That's my own particular position. Um, maybe that song is meant to be ironic for exactly that same reason. I haven't actually listened to the rest of the song. So, I mean, the thing about writers is that there is always a lot of tail sniffing. And someone asked me if I had made up that term and I kind of did, uh, with my friend Siobhan Kelly back in the day when we were both brand new doe-eyed writers and we would go to readings and events and stuff. And we would notice this behavior where people were always asking, you know, like, well, what do you write and what have you published and this sort of thing. And being a writer is a weird thing that way because there's so much ego involved and so much fragility and, um, this sort of creative anxiety. And so there's a lot of tail sniffing, you know, and that's like what these parties would be is people just going around and sniffing each other's tails, trying to suss out who were the big dogs. Who's alpha here? Who's alpha? (laughs) And, and I still see it go on. Um, you know, and it's, maybe it's a thing. ah, Sorry. I need to adjust this there so I can sit back. So, you know, maybe it's a thing because it's a world where there's no clear delineations, you know, like you don't have your, your CFO or your CEO or your vice president and that sort of thing. It's, it's this constantly shifting scale of, um, who's, who's doing the best and, and how do you even define that? So I still haven't explained to you what the article is about. I'm sorry. So there is this woman, Dawn, who is a white woman came from a very damaged background and she did a a living organ donation where she donated a kidney to a stranger. And it was something that she really wanted to do. And we could delve into the psychology of this. Um, but she put together like a Facebook page and had this private group that then went public and she became kind of like a poster child for living organ donation. She's also someone who gets very involved with rescuing animals and you can see, you know, like she's constantly trying to be, to find a way to be a good person. Um, 
the the article is definitely written. I am doing a much more um I want to say, I don't want to say clumsy, but I'm I'm sort of like laying it out there. The article does a great job of letting you draw your conclusions. But she had been part of this writer's circle in Boston and she had taken classes and stuff. And one of the other gals, Sonia, who is mixed race Asian American, and this does become relevant, uh wrote was was her friend in in these circles and you know so they all knew each other and they were all kind of um comrades if not actual friends and that's important too because what happened later is i mean john is clearly someone who it was important to her to let people celebrate her the fact that she donated this kidney and she had noticed that even though Sonia was part of her was her Facebook friend and part of her groups and stuff that she hadn't ever said anything directly to her about the kidney donation. And so and I'm probably going down into the weeds but what happens is is that Sonia ends up writing a story that is clearly about Dawn and and as it unwinds and like I say it's really interesting to read the story because there ends up being lawsuits and discovery and stuff as it unwinds you find out that Sonia and her other lit fix circle friends um clearly disliked Dawn that they found her ridiculous and terrible and Sonia wrote this story that's about a uh, I think Chinese American heroine who um is in a car wreck and needs a kidney donation and receives from receives one from a white woman who is terrible who you know wants to be constantly celebrated makes it a be about herself and wants to be constantly celebrated for donating this kidney and apparently Sonia is a good writer and she did a good job of writing this story and it's uh, gotten a lot of notice been in best American and so forth and it was chosen for like the one city one read for the Boston book festival and all this kind of thing. Um, and then Don figured out that Sonia had done this and Sonia did things like she took this letter that Don had posted to her Facebook group about why she did it um you know celebrating you and all of this and she barely changed it and in fact there's evidence that like at first she just took it whole cloth and then she tweaked it a little bit and then when Don started causing trouble she discussed it with the Boston Book Festival people and she tweaked it a little bit more and then there was discovery later where she told like some of her buddies and this lit fix circle that um that she should have changed it more or tried to change it but that she couldn't because it was just too good and and what it comes down to is that that these people clearly did not like Dawn that they found her ridiculous and terrible and Sonia in writing this story roasted her um roasted her in the cruelest of ways and (sighs) 
you know, it, it's a, it's, it's a good rubbernecking story because everybody is kind of awful in a way. But the thing that comes out of this is that Dawn is clearly a damaged person. Um, she freely admits that she had a traumatic childhood. Um, she was very messed up and these, these supposed friends of hers who were clearly never actually her friends. Um, there's been all this discovery of them exchanging messages and texts and emails where they laugh at her and make fun of her. Um, so they clearly didn't like her. And then when all of this started to happen, when Don filed a lawsuit for plagiarism, because this letter is clearly plagiarized, um, or not clearly because plagiarism is never a clear thing, but it's so close even after some of the changes, um, that some of the other friends, they, they circled the wagons and they all tried to protect Sonia and they're like, Oh, you know, and, and Sonia ended up, you know, getting booted from Boston book festival. They didn't use her story for the one book, you know, one book, one city deal. And, you know, and so now they're very upset with the, Oh, you know, she, um, you know, this has ruined her career, ruined this story and so forth. So, so all of that is very interesting and there's been discussion about this sort of thing. And I'm just going to say that one of the things to keep in mind, and I've shared this with a couple of friends and we've been discussing over the weekend is it's very easy to file out the serial numbers on something like this. And, and one of Sonia Larson's protests is, is that everybody takes inspiration from real life. And that's true. And there are, you know, other writers who protest this and say, you know, that they've, you know, I can't remember all of the, they're quoted in the article, um, or in various places, but yes, we take inspiration from real life, but that does not justify cruelty. And one of the things that Amanda Palmer and Neil Gaiman have talked about, and partly as them coming together as two established creatives, um, sharing their lives and their art is they've discovered that they have different blender settings is what they call it. And I've mentioned that before, but basically, um, Neil, when he experiences something in life, he has a very high blender setting. Uh, it goes in and he blends and he blends and what comes out, you know, is like a blender setting of like nine or 10, what comes out, there's no resemblance to what isn't what initially went in. Whereas Amanda Palmer is very much about reflecting real life and her blending blender setting is like a one or two. Um, you know, and she says big messy chunks of her life show up in her art and it's good to know that about yourself. I think it's important to remember that and it helps if you're a fiction writer, but especially if you are using details from the life of someone that you don't like to turn up that blender setting, because that is the decent and human thing to do, no matter how much you dislike somebody. And I think that's what comes out of this is that, uh, you know, this group of, of big dogs who are very impressed with their own scent, um, that they didn't feel like they had to respect. They, they found this Dawn so, so not worthy of respect that they didn't bother 
and you know Sonia Larson could have told her story which is sounds like an important story about white saviorism and a well-told story she could have filed off the serial numbers she could have turned up that blender setting she could have changed a lot of things and one of the things they talk about is that one of the things that many people find ridiculous about Dawn is that she signs her her letters her emails kindly Dawn and one of Sonia's initial titles for this story was kindly Dawn you know so it's something to keep in mind um we joke sometimes about fiction writers um and it comes up in interviews sometimes when they say do you you know have you ever like murdered someone who made you mad um you know I think we all take that opportunity to take the personality traits of someone who has been mean to us or who we do not like and use them as a character it's it's rich fodder right that's part of Sonia Larson's point is you know this was rich fodder for her it was inspiration for this story but then then you have a responsibility to not just for legal reasons but ethically to to change it up and I've gone long today so I'm going to call it good there but um read the article it's very interesting I'll remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts and I will talk to you all tomorrow you all take care bye bye.